Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the wimpy, the wimpy. Welcome to the Crotch Shot Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. Or if you're angry and want the truth exposed and sharpen the prepared to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from nobody. Actually, expose the bullshit society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you today won't be any different today we're going to be talking about of course uh the big news of the day the bombing i mean not the bombing but the 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 uh, the, the pipe bombs that were mailed to george soros uh the clintons the obamas and cnn and 
I mean, everyone's already saying false flag. Everyone's already saying because it's so close. But you know what? I am going to be joined today with Gabe, Gabriel Brown. In fact, hold on. Let me call him now. Let's get him. Let's get him. Oh, shit on a stick. All right, let me try calling him again because I probably put in the wrong number. Okay, wait. Okay. Call my phone when you are ready to have me on. All right. Calling him. Let's do this again. Call failed to connect. Please try again. Oh, man. Oh, man. What's going on? Okay, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Alright, let's try. Alright. There we go. Guy gave me. What's up? Okay, you're you're on. How's it going? Uh, so far so good. Um, so basically, we're doing a show, false flagging into the midterms. Yeah, right. That sounds like the uh, thing that's been going on lately. Like, honestly, really does. Honestly, how come it's like no one on the left? Because everyone on the right immediately, immediately, screaming false flag. And um, well. How- and Tim Pool, Tim Pool on his uh, on his video, he's like, "Oh well, calling it screaming false flag is not productive." I I disagree. Well, I can understand where Tim Pool's coming from. He's going to take a neutral position because he's trying. He's going straight for the facts, not going to speculate on the issue of whether or not it was a false flag attack. So he's kind of going with the more moderate position. Yeah, but the thing whereas. Yeah, Me and you, we're, we're probably going to go down the uh, the discussion of speculation. And I think it's good that we speculate on this because there are several things that could be played out here. I mean, could this be a false flag? Um, I mean, it's it's a high possibility. Yeah. I mean, let's look at the example of uh, what just happened, uh, I don't know, I think it was October 9th, October 10th, mm-hmm. with uh, an individual from uh, TAP in New York who, I don't know, he was building a 200-pound bomb in his basement. <laughs> Are you familiar with the story? Uh, he was trying to disrupt the, the, the election, and he got caught? Yeah. Well, they looked into some of his uh, things. He, apparently, he's written blog posts a couple years ago. I mean, from 
I just kind of briefly looked into it, but apparently some of the things that he wrote about is this concept of uh, literally disrupting elections with bombs, and he believes in this concept of uh, basically putting in random people into the election. He thinks the whole system needs to be flushed. He doesn't believe in the Enlightenment or anything in classical liberal values. Um, I was interestingly watching a clip that Alex Jones uh, regarding this topic and uh, uh, from what Jones is uh, claiming, he, this guy subscribes to Jacobin style, you know, ideas, what, what does that mean? AKA the Illuminati. Oh, okay. So he definitely is a leftward leaning. He does not like what the founding fathers are about. So, and he did believe this idea that uh, basically the, the Republicans would try to stage bombings to blame the Democrats when he's basically doing everything that he claims that his opponents would be doing. Yeah. From what I gather, that that's what I gathered from this well, recent usually, um, usually incident. People, usually people usually accuse those of what they do themselves. Yeah, self-projection. Uh, and I gotta tell you, I'm... When it comes to these regressives on the left, they, they're the most um, self-projected group I've ever encountered. Just with everything from there. You know, you're a race trader, you're a racist, you're, you're going to blow this up, you're going to do this, you're a terrorist, you're going to... I mean, these people are doing everything that they're claiming other people are doing. So, yeah, you look at that incident that happened, you know, what, like over a week or two ago? And yeah, a guy wanted to blow things up with a 200 pound bomb. Mm. And now you have this incident going on here with these bombs that were at George Soros and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta say, I mean, it's not really that far of a stretch to question whether or not this is a false flag attack. When you have a man that clearly leans left, that I believe he was a Democrat. Who literally wanted to plan a bombing on election day to blame Republicans? And this is not about Democrat or Republicans, but there's clearly there's something going on here. I mean, let's take the statements that Hillary Clinton was basically, you know, I mean, paraphrasing, but she she encouraged her base, whatever that base be, the left, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. to engage in action of incivility. They they don't want you to be civil. They want these people to be absolutely violent. And Maxine Waters, I believe her name is, also was encouraging people to surround Republican, you know, politicians in, a, in an almost threatening way. Yeah. I so mean, they, look, there's a there's a difference between there's a difference between uh, a protest and what Christine Christine uh, I want to say Christy Whitman Christine Waters. Wants to oh wow whatever happened to Christine Whitman, uh, Christy Wal Christy Waters, uh, you know is suggesting. I mean, if that if that isn't a, a call to violence, then I don't know what is. It's, well, like I said, you look at the pattern in the last couple of years. You look at Madonna saying she wants to blow the White House up, or at least she felt like she wanted to. You look at a variety of, you know, you look at the guy who was teaching at uh. John Jay University is talking about future dead cops. I, I I forget what Mr. Giraffe next name is at the moment. Michael Isaacson, I believe is his name. 
I, you look across from the radical left to elements of the political leadership, mm-hmm. the news media, that all lean in the direction of the regressive left, and they are almost like orchestrating in, in a complete concert form that we need violent revolution and we need to overthrow the classical liberal system that we have, which believes in due process. These people are calling for the end of due process. They are calling for the end of the Bill of Rights. They literally want a bloody revolution. They're encouraging mentally ill people or mentally unstable people to take up arms, essentially, to do this. And now you see these incidences of bombing, and people on the left who are a bit more moderate are are being fed in the media that this is right-wing terrorism or something along the lines of that, which to me is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. My question would be this. Why would people on the Republican side, why would people on the right, why would conservatives, if they're in a position of winning, as they say, where they already have the House and Senate, um, they're they're being energized to go out and vote. They're probably going to take the House again. Um, they, Kavanaugh was confirmed, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren was proven that she's basically not really Native American, not not enough to substantiate the quote-unquote people of color that, you know, they keep calling her. Yeah, I mean... Now, what, what's, now if you have all these factors in the, the right, the political right, you know, is winning, mm-hmm. why on earth would they go out and stage bombings against political opponents that are clearly easy, frameable targets? Yeah. That you, I, I, mean, I mean, it's too convenient for certain players on to promote that. On top of that, that. With, with, with CNN, CNN's already dying. It's a lot more funnier to allow them to keep falling on their own sword than basically do, do something that's going to help energize them and legitimize them. This this bombing, that, well, it's not even a bombing because none of them went off. Well, the false. Uh, I mean, it didn't. Yeah, didn't even work. So, I mean, there's a question. I, like I said, I mean, yeah, so it's just, it's if gonna, the right is winning, and they are, and the, the economy is doing well, and a lot of people's perception of things, yeah. and there's a lot of good things happening, why would people on the moderate end, on the right, or even center left, why would these people go out and engage in activity that mentally unstable people would do? I mean, I like I said, look at the rhetoric of that our media mm-hmm. and the establishment, our politicians on the left, uh, Antifa, well, all these different groups on the left, they're the ones projecting mentally unstable um, calls for bloody revolution. If anybody's um, suspect in all this, I'm, I'm going to speculate that I, I believe that these you know parties probably... Are the ones who did it, or it may come out that they had some involvement, yeah. or it might be a lone wolf type. But the point is, the left ultimately looks like they're more of a position, you know, in a position to do something like this because of the fact there's so much mental instability on their end right now. Yeah. I mean, just look at how they treated Tim Pool. 
recently of Jack Yoga from the Young Terps. I mean, the guy started berating Tim Pool, and Tim Pool was asking him to see if he could correct the record on this recent data and society report on, you know, media influencers, you know, alternative influencers and in network that they, they came up with these YouTube characters. I mean, Tim Pool tried to talk to this guy rationally, and the guy wouldn't even talk to him rationally. He started screaming at him, from what I understand. And then the guy started screaming at the BBC when they tried to get a statement from Jack Yeager. So, I mean, I just goes to show you that the, well, I mean, the and, left and is he, behaving and, mentally unstable. Yeah, I mean, and you forget you forget the one uh, the uh, uh, major detail uh, of that story, uh, which you guys could watch on Tim Pool's uh, uh, TimCast account. Basically, the BBC uh, documentary was basically on how, why, why is it easier to talk to uh, people on the right, including actual white supremacists, than it is to people on the left. It's it, really, it, it's absolutely. I, I mean, it's not an assumption to even think that it's actually true. I I do a lot of outreach, as you know. I talk to people uh, all across the political spectrum from the left and right. I gotta say, I find it much easier to talk to people on the, the moderate right as well as the far right, and even people who hold racialist points of view or white nationalist points of view. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily have to agree with all these people, but I gotta say, they have a tendency to be far more civilized with me and have a civilized dialogue and what they really think and feel than. Some of these people on the, the far left who you can't even have a rational dialogue with. The, the people on the far left, they want to, the authoritarian left, they want to beat you over the head. They're, they're, it's like they're so angry. Yeah, no, and it's and, like they'll, they'll be the people that, you know, if they're not 100% with them, they will fight They will fight their own. And oftentimes they do. They uh, They go after each other. Uh, they they crucify each other and they, they don't believe in due process. They don't believe in uh, innocent before proven guilty. Like this, the thing they just I've, crucify each other. Yeah, the thing I've come across is especially here in New York City when you see one of these Marxists like handing out pamphlets and you go up and ask them, oh, so what's this about? And you ask one too many questions, they start, they get upset. Like, you can't defend your fucking position, yet you're standing outside handing out fucking pamphlets condemning uh, the, the current system. And then you can't, you, you, you refuse to defend it. You expect people to just accept it. And that's just well, not realistic. Not only, not only are these people condemning the current system, like I said, they, they want bloody overthrow revolution, where they want to literally abolish the system and destroy it by force. And you know what's ironic about all this? These same people who want to do this would go and use the system against patriots to have them harassed by powerful people in government. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm bringing this up because, I mean, let, let's look at what's happened to the Proud Boys recently. Yeah. You know, a group of Western chauvinists who, you know, believed, I would argue, fairly libertarian points of view. You know, and I mean, let's, let's look what happened just recently with some of the violence since we're, we are talking about, you know, potential false flags of bombings and actual potential bombings by, you know, deranged leftists. Now, as you know, the Proud Boys, they had an event uh, about, uh, almost two weeks ago 
or Friday night at the Republican Club up in uh, like 86th Street. And basically, uh, the night before, somebody vandalized the building mm-hmm. and smashed windows out, left uh, graffiti of anarchist cities, uh, and left threatening letters that implied that they would take action against people if they uh, were to continue on their course of action. And obviously, the Proud Boys did continue on their course of action, have an event at this facility, and, you know, you they showed up, protesters and agitators, I'm going to separate the two, agitators and protesters, because protesters, are, they, they may not like you, but they're not going to trample on your free speech. But agitators are there to hurt you. And they're there to incite riots. So, as soon as the event's over, the Proud Boys leave. They're heading 40 blocks downtown to go to the bar, to you know, because that's what they do. They they like drinking. They're kind of a social club, and you know, men's social club. So these Antifa people, essentially, what happened is they they come up and they throw a bottle at the Proud Boys, and then in another block, they're mugging and robbing some guy for his backpack, his ID, and his home, apartment keys where he lives. So the Proud Boys are being attacked. They have bottles thrown at them. The Proud Boys defend themselves. They 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 end up in a fight, and Antifa lose that fight that they initially started. So and you know the police were there. The police were willing to provide Antifa with assistance, not only to arrest people and press charges, but to provide medical assistance if needed. Because the you know there was a fight. Yeah. So what did the uh, Antifa do? They told the cops basically, uh, "F off." They're like, no, we, we don't need your help. We don't, we don't cooperate with police. We're not going to take your medical help. So, even though well, Antifa well, had the well, opportunity, well, every opportunity well, the is imaginable medical. to get what they wanted. Yeah, because you know, their, their, their medical plan is from the anarchist Black Cross, right? Yeah, the anarchist Black Cross were their medics. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, that's a whole other story. Honestly, but the point is this. They had every opportunity to get help from the NYPD. They refused help, and, and which is why the Proud Boys couldn't be pressed, you know, they couldn't have charges pressed against them at that time. So what happened? These same people who started a fight decided to go to the media. They decided to go, I, I'm assuming they decided to go to the mayor and, the and decided to go to the governor yeah. of the state of New York, Andrew Cuomo, yeah. And basically cried how the police protected the problems and did nothing to help them. Despite the fact that the, the NYPD had come out and said that we did everything in our power to help Antifa and they didn't, they didn't accept our help. So now they're playing a game of victimhood, despite the fact they victimized people. Mm-hmm. And what should have been a you know situation of self-defense, now the Proud Boys are facing criminal charges. And some, several of them already ended up in uh, the hands of law enforcement. They, they volunteered to um, turn themselves in to fight in, on behalf of their own defense about what really happened. And, you know, unfortunately, some of these guys are facing uh, felony charges for self-defense. And some of them are, you know, out on bail for as much as $3,500 and in some cases $35,000. Which is absolutely insane to me. So you got these guys. They tried to defend themselves against people who started to fight with them. 
You don't see this happening to Antifa, although I believe the police are looking for several Antifa people, too. Yeah. So let's bring us to the point of discussing the bomb and why this is relevant. Well, yeah, I mean, well, before before you go into that, I just want to make also make the point that you you actually showed me their uh, their uh, Twitter and they posted the video of them attacking the Proud Boys. Yeah, and And they show the names of all the people while blaring out their own people's faces because apparently, you know, we can't know the identities of the people in masks, but we should know the identities of all the people who defended themselves despite the fact that, you know, they claim that they were the the attackers. It's madness. You could clearly see see that the Proud Boys were in a defensive position. And I'm like, you're you're posting this video of you attacking the Proud Boys and putting the spooky music on like this is some retarded BuzzFeed video. Like, oh my God, the Proud Boys didn't I I will say this to BuzzFeed's credit. They're the ones who admitted that Antifa tried to rob and you know, they tried to mug and rob people. And they're the ones who actually, I, I got to give them credit as much as I don't like Buzzfeed. They yeah. did a fair job on reporting the story because they actually did call out Antifa and they put quotes around anti-fascists well, to uh, point out maybe they weren't anti-fascists and maybe they weren't victims. So I, I give Buzzfeed credit there as much as I don't really like them. Well, you know, a broken clock is is correct twice a day. Exactly. So that's why people got to look at all sides and see where things are on point. See, I'm not as much as my critics like to claim I'm this biased person. If the if the reporting's accurate, I'm gonna I'm gonna praise it. Well, your for, critic, being accurate. for 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 you know for argument's sake, you know your critics do call you a white supremacist. So thank you for coming on this darkies podcast. Uh, yeah, speaking of darkies, because uh, <laughs> uh, you know that's yeah, you know, that's funny. They they said the one proud boy is a white supremacist. Meanwhile, he's married to a black woman. He's black, got biracial children. And there's a photograph of him. It appears to be like a maybe a birthday yeah. photo with the kids, and the guy looks like he's happier than you can imagine. And they're treating him like he's this evil, horrible guy. Meanwhile, he he seems like the happiest guy you can. Like he looks like a teddy bear. It's incredible to me. Yeah, that you know that they're trying to smear people's names. And, you, you know, att- gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Like a teddy bear and you become a grizzly. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it kind of, the reason I bring up the travel is, it's, uh, yet again, mm-hmm. is, and, you know, we're talking about this bombing in, incident recently, yeah. is, you know, it's funny. Some of these guys got bailed out, from what I understand, but then some of them ended up getting their homes raided by the, police within 24, 48 hours later. The police were uh, claiming that they were looking for clothing. 
Well, recently, that's the impression that I was given, from what I understand. There's no real explanation of why the police had search warrants to enter people's homes that were out on bail. I've never heard of such a practice before. Mm-hmm. But it's very interesting that this happens around the same time that bomb threats have been, or, or you know, attempted bombings, whatever you want to call it, also happen to happen. I mean, is this, I had to speculate. I mean, did is there some effort to try to pin the Proud Boys on, you know, potentially bombing people? I mean, is that what's going on here? I don't know, but I have to wonder. It's very odd that, you know, there's such an effort to go after the Proud Boys. And then you look at the report that came out today, I believe it was today, with uh, Governor Cuomo claiming that there was a bomb sent to him and then there's a dispute the uh, Vice News actually, I think, argued that uh, he he didn't receive a bomb. And they thought it was a bomb. It was actually well, a uh, huge file yeah, on ac- the Proud Boys. According to 1010, yeah, according to 1010 Wednesday, they were like, oh, um, Cuomo claimed that he re- he thought he received a bomb and it turned, it turned out to be a box of files. On the Proud Boys. <laughs> on the Proud Boys. Of all yeah, people. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't, well, they didn't specify that, so I didn't know. It was on well, the they did in the Vice article. They actually mentioned that the file, the the box was uh, in association to to a file that they had on the Proud Boys. And it's just funny that the news articles are have the word bomb and Proud Boys in the same article, and then you hear, you know, then you have the situation where a raid going uh, happening at several individuals' homes. Yeah. You know, scaring your families. I, I mean, mean, it's just like, it's really crazy. Yeah. I mean, look, speaking about us as a security guard, I am, you know, I know, I know the, sec- well, I don't know the security, but I know the security company that does security at the, at the Time Warner building where CNN is at. They're probably the happiest motherfuckers right now that they got to go home early today. Uh, I would imagine probably most of their employees who, I mean, we don't really know how political their, all their employees really are. Maybe they're just people that just they went there because they just wanted the job. Yeah. They don't really care either one way or the other. Yeah, they probably are happy to go home. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, bomb day. Woo! I, I, you know, I really find it funny that you got a governor in the state of New York whose last name is Cuomo, and then you have a guy who works in CNN that has oh, the last name Cuomo and they're all related to yeah, each other. Yeah, it's yeah, almost like the collusion between, you know, the state government and the media and they're all pushing this narrative of bombing threats and, well, yeah, you know, and the Proud Boys, the hate group. And yeah, well, Cuomo, it's such Cuomo, an amazing collaboration between people that all agree with each other in positions of influence and power. While at the same time, Antifa claims to be the underdog fighting the so-called establishment that they are being given aid and cover by. I find that remarkable. I mean, the thing (laughs) is, uh, Cuomo's probably thanking his lucky stars because, I mean, this is the middle of a re-election year. And, I mean, you know, in, in the eight years he's been governor, he's gotten jack shit accomplished. So, I mean... Well, I'll tell you what he's done to piss off a lot of people in New York. Yes. He passed the SAFE Act, which has stripped many Second Amendment rights from, you know, many people who support the Second Amendment. He uh, 
you know, they didn't even really think that bill out very well when it was passed because uh, later on the police ended up, I believe, having to sue um, the government to have certain things changed because they essentially all became felons overnight because they had ammunition clips that were uh, deemed illegal. And, you know, nobody really looked at the bill on how it was poorly written and poorly formulated. So that, that, right there, he, that shows he was a tyrant. He doesn't care about the people. He's been, it's been said by him that if you hold, like, kind of conservative leanings or pro-Second Amendment leanings, that you're not welcome in the state of New York. Momo made statements uh, of that type in the past, you know, several years ago. Uh, I'll tell you what he did uh, here locally, just to my community where I live. Um, he came here for a photo op to, you know, act like he cares about the environment of our local harbor here in the community that I live in. And essentially, he then turned around a couple years later to talk about the idea of building a bridge or a tunnel underneath our community, which would have totally devastated everybody's, um, you know, standard of living here as well as, you know, various jobs. I mean, they were going to basically eminent domain a bunch of houses and put a giant tower that was going to, you know, fill the sky with smog and at the same time wipe out our harbor, you know, the businesses around here. It, it would have been a nightmare. This huge uh, sound tunnel, you know, this tunnel they wanted to build around here we just devastated everybody in this community. And, you know, he actually cares about the environment, but yet he, he's ready, ready to destroy the environment that he went to serve. He was here to survey the environment while taking a photo op, which is disgusting. He's done really bad things. Yeah, so this tunnel would have went into what, Connecticut? Uh, no, it would have went into uh, Westchester, if I remember correctly. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were going to build this huge um, tunnel. I actually went to one of the local hearings about it with uh, some of the coalition partners that were, uh, you know, working to prevent this. And, you know, I'd voiced some of my concerns in front of people. I'd said it there that Governor Cuomo is a tyrant. And, you know, people clapped and shared what I had to say. So people are not, they, people in this community do not like what Cuomo was proposing. Because it would have devastated uh, our community economically and just the, the environment, it would have been impacted as well. Mm. And I mean, just look at what Cuomo. I mean, the fact that Cuomo wants to go after the Proud Boys, yeah. and I don't, I don't believe he's had anything to say about the Republican Club being vandalized and attacked. It, I, I'm going to go as far as to basically say that Governor Cuomo endorses terrorists. He did. He has nothing to say about Antifa. No. Antifa has been declared a terrorist, uh, apple, you know, like organization in New Jersey, at least. Uh, they definitely. Uh, but you don't hear anything about Cuomo talking about them in that light. He wants to go after the problems. He doesn't have anything to say about his political rivals having their facilities vandalized and threatening letters left, potentially by the very group to attack the problems. So, yeah, the white, yeah, the, I, uh, us, I'm going to call the terrorists, us white supremacists, us white supremacist proud boys, which, yeah, yeah, multiracial white supremacists, multiracial white supremacists, where, uh, you gotta get that right, yeah, I mean, in fact, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna post a picture on my Instagram comparing Antifa and our guys, 
And we're going to show you who the real white supremacists are. I mean, it's just because I downloaded this picture. Uh, you know, there, there's this uh, there's this girl that we've had uh, that I've had on the show, Took Edelau. She's the she's the um, social justice warrior uh, stand up comic that we had on here, which you 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 know her as well, Gabe. And uh, of course. <laughs> Who honestly? I met her at Mayday. <laughs> yeah, who honestly pissed me off uh, last week because she tried to make it sound like she was attacked by by one of oh, our, well, one of our. How guys. was she attacked again? Um, well, Gabe, well, Gabe, uh, because she admitted that she was trying to steal. <coughs> sorry, a flag from one of our guys, and her arm was twisted to keep her from. Getting away with uh, someone said property. Well, let me see if I get this straight, Louie. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm going to lay out the scenario here. Go ahead. Uh, she told you. She told me. What I understand. Yep. That her arm was twisted. And then when you asked her how her arm got twisted, she told you that, well, she tried to steal someone's personal property. Yeah. You know, and they twisted her arm in the process of protecting their property. So I, I find that you know it seems like a common theme with uh, people on the regressive left. Mm-hmm. And although I'm not going to call her a regressive leftist necessarily, but I'm going to say people who tend to have these ideas. I mean, what did Antifa do? They they played they cried victim, despite the fact that the the reason they became victims is because well they tried to mug and rob people and assault people right. with you know bottles that could have been used as a deadly weapon. <laughs> Yeah. So and, you know, could have killed somebody that yeah. night. And then, who, who and, knows? Yeah. So, they, but they're have, crying victim too. And the and they the just funny leave thing, out all those details. And the funny thing is, um, a lot of a lot the guys that were there had still had extreme amount of control because those guys are uh, the, those Antifa guys are still walking around and they're not hurt too bad. Well, or, if they were really that hurt, would they really be walking around or would they be in a coma in a hospital bed? Yeah, they would probably If they were really that hurt, why didn't they accept medical attention? Exactly. I mean, these are just questions that, you know, logical, rational people would ask themselves, especially if these, um, if this is that severe. I mean, the, the accusations have been made are very serious accusations that, you know, unfortunately require evidence yeah. to these claims. You don't just convict people of based on accusation alone. We need evidence. And then again, and, if these guys were arrested... They have to. They, there has to be a victim. There has to be a victim. Well, I, there has to be. Well, I guess we're gonna see if there's a victim and a crime because if there's not a victim, then perhaps maybe there was never a crime to begin with, yeah. and that that remains to be seen. So. But yeah, I mean, you know, as far as like, it's just funny that people. Oh, you twisted my arm, but why? Well, because I tried to rob you. Sure. Uh, we got beat up. Why? Because we tried to rob you. And it's, it seems like people are having difficulty self-reflecting on the actions which lead to the consequences that they face. Yeah, and, and, and you can blame bring... other people for your actions. That, that sounds like an irresponsible position, in my opinion. Yeah. And and you, it's fun, it's great that you bring that up because we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna I'm gonna play this song. From uh, my beloved tragedy sanctuary, and when we come back, we're gonna come. We're gonna talk about how the left can't seem to joke. 
uh, Tim Pool actually made this uh, made this made the point. But you know, as a comic, as a stand-up comic, I wanna I wanna give my take on how the left cannot joke. So, anyways, uh, we'll be right back. This is Crotch Out Radio Show, kicking the issues squarely in the balls. Again, this song is called Sanctuary by My Beloved Tragedy. We'll be right back. <laughs> i 
That was My Beloved Tragedy with their song Sanctuary. Welcome back. This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show kicking the issues in the balls. Again, check out that band, My Beloved Tragedy. So anyways, we were. I'm back with Gabe, uh, Gabe Brown. Gabe, how you doing? Not too bad. It's a little chilly out here, but that's the way the fall gets. Yeah. Well, it's all good. Like it's, it makes me laugh how people... You know, they complain, oh, it's cold. Why is it so cold? It's the end of October. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, head, we're heading towards Halloween. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Hallo- I mean, Halloween. God forbid we have uh, cultural appropriation of Halloween. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, non-cultural appropriating costumes for this year's village Halloween show. I'm going to go, I'm going to go fucking as Elizabeth Warren. That would be great. Yeah, I'm just. You could go white face. Yeah, I'm just gonna go out in a suit and just go. <laughs> like honestly, maybe you could. Honestly, yeah, maybe you could wear a headdress or something. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, you know, if there was a white person, white saying, face. If there was a white person named um, Tim Kane, and he was like, "I'm Puerto Rican," and it turns out he's not like nowhere near Puerto Rican. Like you know how bad his ass will get kicked. Well, I, uh, you know, I guess, uh, I guess it would be pretty bad, wouldn't yeah. it? Yes, it would. I don't know why it would have to be that way, but apparently, you know, um, it's a big issue. You know, well, this, no, it's, this it's is because, the problem with the because... people who subscribe to this cultural appropriation narrative. Well, okay, go, you go ahead, and I'll, I'll take the other side because I mean, I do believe there is a strong reason why. Uh, you know, people get offended by cultural appropriation, but go go ahead. I, I mean, if you think about it, these people act like they're all offended by everybody appropriating their culture. Most of the people who wear these costumes are not thinking about it in the sense of trying to offend people. 
just dressing up in Halloween costumes because it's a, a fun holiday that, you know, everybody gets to enjoy and people get to, uh, you know, dress up. But it, it seems to me that these regressives, they have to be the most racial-minded people I've ever encountered to the point where they believe that people had to separate to the level where you can't even embrace other people's cultures. That it's only meant for people in a specific race. Mm. That's pretty racialized. Yeah, I mean, however, you know, like, I didn't know you were going with the the whole costume thing. But, I mean, the the fact that a lot of the cultural appropriation that happens that, you know, sometimes bothers me is because... Um, it's it's taken as a novelty. It's not really being respected. It's not being appreciated. It's it's more it's it's treated like a costume, like it's um, like it's something inferior. And you know the people that and people like Elizabeth Warren that culturally appropriate Cherokee uh, Cherokee culture, or even used it to her advantage to get a job. Yeah, you know, it's like that's not that's not being respectful. That's not honoring the culture. It's it's basically well, using it as a novel, should, a novelty. Well, you're right. <laughs> that's the point I'm making. Oh, okay. In many ways, uh, you see, you see where I was going with this is these people who scream about cultural appropriation are complaining that people on Halloween want to wear costumes that look silly. They're obviously exaggerations. Mm-hmm. Whereas you don't see these same people saying that Elizabeth Warren is appropriating of people's culture for a political and economic purpose that is really disrespectful to people of that background. Yeah. You see, they won't go after that. I mean, what you're talking uh, about, they'll go after somebody, some kid who wanted to dress up like Pocahontas. Or wear an Indian headdress, or, yeah. or somebody who wants to dress up like a samurai, or, or, or a superhero that may not be, you know, a certain color. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. That thing, I think that's totally ridiculous. Oh, white parents are agonizing over whether to let their white children dress up as T'Challa or Black Panther. Like, bitch. meanwhile, if you dress up as a white character, then you're perpetuating white supremacy. So, what are kids allowed to dress up as? Um, you, Inanimate objects that yeah. don't move. Yeah, exactly. You could be a chair that people can sit on, or, or, or hey, you could be seen, a pencil. I seen I seen this really cool costume where this father made a costume for his kid in a wheelchair and just basically turned his kid into a tank, <laughs> like a cardboard tank. I was like, yeah, hey, that's kind of cool. But how's he gonna well, do? How's he gonna trick or treat? <laughs> Well, I guess if you can't move, that might be a problem. Like, but like, I'm sure it'll take a cool costume. Yeah, like have have like a cup holder there and just ha- like people tip them. The, the reason I bring up costumes is because Halloween is supposed to be a fun time for people when yeah. it comes to you know dressing up. People get to dress up like superheroes or things they want to. They get to dress up like you know, it's silly things. Some people dress up in drag or whatever, but it's not like they're trying to offend people. They're just having fun. They're doing something silly because it's a way of you know releasing tension, right? And, and you know from being living in the real world. It's why people play video games. It's why people play Dungeons and Dragons, or you know they make comic book art, or they, 
you know it's real funny the the people on the left are so obsessed with well everything has to be this way they just don't know how to have fun they right. they have no sense of humor they no, they're they really, just they really don't. they're seriously lacking like <laughs> they well, they really going in the realm of, of mental instability. Yeah, I, I keep mean, emphasizing that point, but I mean, look at how upset they are over costumes and Halloween. Yeah, because because they can't be honest. Because comedy comes from being honest. Like my funniest jokes are are that come from honesty. Like one of my funniest jokes uh, ever um, actually. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Uh, we're basically, let me just tell the joke. It, um, like five years ago, I was, I was, uh, I caught double pneumonia. The doctors had to put me in a, in a, uh, in a chemically induced coma. The medicine they used had me hallucinating that I was in a same-sex marriage. <laughs> Even though I know I'm not gay, that was still the most loving, supportive relationship I have ever had. Nice. <laughs> I, and, <laughs> you know, and to, the, to this day, um, I get most, like, I'm, I've been so, I was so spoiled because most women I date can't compare to Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, uh, look, it's it's an L, it's a it, see, and that's that's you know, and that's a like I've been told, oh, that's a brave joke. You're very brave. And that's, humor, I, I guess, uh, in the modern society we live in, it's it's brave to be humorous because people are so scared to say funny things. Well, yeah, because they're so damn uptight. Yeah. They, they, yeah. I mean, hold on, let me. Get a grip on reality here and have fun. Let me tell you something. A friend of mine, a good friend of mine, you know, he told me once, Mm -hmm. he told me, basically, uh, if you can get up every morning and you can smile, then you figured out life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, this is a guy who... You know, he had three separate wives because he got divorced. You know, he's still friends with all three of them. Oh, wow. And he gets up every day and he smiles. And, you know, he dealt with a stroke recently, but, hey, he told me that the secret to life is being able to smile regardless of how bad things can get. Because, you know, the happiness on your soul, you'll live a lot longer. Yeah, and mean, people who are constantly dwelling on negativity and just bringing themselves down. I just see so many in the... You know, I'll give you another example. Well, also, when I went to MythCon back in a it, couple it, weeks ago, yeah. or last month actually, they, uh, there was uh, some black guy and this other woman, I don't remember the name, they, they were talking about social justice in the African-American community, I think. I noticed something remarkably different about the two. 
in the way that their demeanor was. Basically, it's a black guy, he's a YouTuber, he, he projected a more positive outlook on, you know, himself and just, you know, being black and, you know, not being, you know, buying into all this suppression narratives. And he seemed like, he, his demeanor just seemed totally different. And there was a brighter energy to him, whereas the, the other person that was projecting this more racialized, you know, victim psychology type thing, she just seemed like everything was negative in her life and that just nothing was really ever going to get better. And she also, interestingly enough, advocated on stage when asked a question about, you know, solutions. She wanted a pan-African socialistic, uh, you know, socialistic uh, thing. So I, I came to the conclusion she's a black national socialist, <laughs> in essence. <laughs> she doesn't know it because she thinks that she's fighting national socialists, but she essentially advocated for the same thing, but for black people. And, you know, I, which I found funny, but if you, you can actually find those videos on YouTube. If you go, I believe you go to the YouTube channel, you just look at the way that the two presented themselves. And there's just so remarkable difference between the two. And some black guys seem like he just projected a more happier self being. And like, it's just the energy was totally different with the two. And you can just tell right off the bat. I feel like a lot of these regressives, they're just very unhappy people. They they have a lot of hang-ups, and they need serious psychological counseling to figure out what's wrong with them, because a lot of times I feel like they're just taking it out on people and they're projecting so much hate and anger that they themselves really have while claiming their opponents are the hateful people, which is why they must attack their opponents in an aggressive way. Kind of the way the neocons did with the, you know, during the Bush administration in the Middle East. I see a lot of parallels between, you know, the Antifa aggressives and the neocons. They're just like left-wing, right-wing versions of the same thing. Yeah, it's, there's definitely something to humor. And those people who, I mean, that's they are not tied into this, you know, uh, oppression politics they seem to be far more successful in life too yeah I mean that's they why seem to live longer yeah I mean that's why mean like that's why the means on the left work because we're not we're not holding ourselves back worrying about oh is this gonna offend someone is this like that you you've seen that meme where yeah, there's this kid you know crouching under like lasers and it's like what telling, <laughs> what telling a joke in 2018 is like and it's true because people yeah, get offended. It really is. It, people get offended over the most littlest shit. Like when I first started doing comedy, like I was, I was, you know, of course I was doing woman bashing jokes because it was like fuck it. It was, it was, you know, feminism kept fucking with me. So I was like, hey, you know, I, I you know, I some of the insults said to women. Are not accurate anymore. Like I would never call a woman a bitch because female dogs are loyal. <laughs> Man's best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And tell me, and like, and I'm like, I wouldn't call a, I wouldn't call a woman a, 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 a whore because that implies you get what you paid for. <laughs> so, you know, somebody put out a, uh, like, I, I a mean, Facebook uh, post there literally the other day saying that Donald Trump is the the only person in history to ever get a refund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of the Daniel, you know, the Stormy Daniels. <laughs> oh 
Oh yeah, that shit blew situation. Up. That shit blew up in my face. Now didn't it? Didn't it? That, that's didn't, funny. Didn't that blow up in their face. That's another. That's another reason they're so unhinged. I mean, that, that's another example. They're, they're unhinged about that too. I mean, Man, you can't just fucking lie. You can't just freaking just say, "Oh well, I slept with the president. Like he paid me to sleep with him, and now I re-, like no, no, shut you bitch." First of all, if I pay, I pay you to keep your fucking mouth shut, you provided me a service, and now you're fucking shooting off your trap. Just because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, honestly, according like my according to my sources, the reason why she did it was because her career was fading away, and she needed fucking uh, recognition to start doing. Well, now, now she now she's still stripping in clubs and stuff. Like she's desperate, you know, for cash. And this lawyer guy was a creepy porn lawyer. Is that what? Yeah, Michael Avenatti. He's like, I'm not, yeah, that, I'm not a porn lawyer. Like, no. I gotta tell you, that was a that was a hilarious uh, exchange to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, was at, I was at my friend's house watching that one night. That thing was hilarious to watch, I, especially I, like, at the, the end. The one thing I like about the one one of the things I like about Tucker is when. The person that he's interviewing says something so fucking ridiculous. He the face he puts like like the what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like he puts his face like what? His facial expressions. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like because I'm making. The I, mean, he, he, I gotta admit he's probably the best guy they they got on Fox News when he when it comes to getting like these people that he interviews <laughs> because he gets the most crazy. People that you you have to imagine must be like actors or something, but yeah. these people are not actors. They really are this um, crazy. Yeah, I'm like, you know, must... but you know, you have Vet Falarka, for example. I mean, you, you want to talk about a, a psychotic lunatic? I mean, Hon- honestly, she more um, advocates for society. Honestly, if that bitch laid the po- her po- fucking filthy paws on me. The last thing I would do is have my hands up and like I'm not hitting her. She would have get gotten laid the fuck out. I mean, I'm sorry. Like you know, uh, like my mom's like my mom always told me when when girls were hitting me in junior high school, playing kick kick me in the nuts because I'm fat. She's like, yo, if a little girl is man enough to hit a man, she's man enough to take a hit from well, she, she wants to be a militant soldier on a battlefield. I'm not advocating for hitting women, but. I mean, we uh, have women in the military, I assume, fighting combat. I'm sure their enemies are going to kill them the same way they kill a man. So, I mean, these people want a war. They want to advocate for war. Then, really, they can't just... You know what's really screwed up? Antifa, they, they go out of their way to recruit angry, militant women. People who are emotionally, you know, filled with anger for whatever reason. And they use them as human shields on the front line, oh, knowing yeah. that the men on the right side of the fence, so to speak, are going to have a little, you know, they're going to be concerned with hitting women. They don't want to hit women. So there's some of these women that they know are going to be violent, are going to hit the men, thinking that the men aren't going to hit back. But, you know, it's going to get to a point where you're on a battlefield, you want to be an extreme violent person, potentially with a weapon, you're probably going to get hurt. Like you want, and that's like, going to be on you. <laughs> speaking about female soldiers, uh, I saw this video, and I saw the, I, I saw this video of this woman. She was she was uh, uh, from the Kurdish military, 
fight, like she was fighting, shooting, and she like she almost got hit by a bullet, and she ducked. Yeah, and she starts laughing. Why the yeah. fuck did that turn me on? Like she's well, laughing. she thought she thought it was pretty funny. Actually, she, she, yeah, she had humor. Yeah, she was laughing. All <laughs> she the- looked. You see. That's the other thing, Louie. Yeah. These people who are, you know, all these uh, Antifa types. Yeah. They're not, they're not in, like, places like that. I mean, a few of them are. But a lot of these American, you know, these trust fund rich kids, trust... They, they, they're not, they never experienced the war zone like that girl who's fighting. I don't even know what her politics are or even care at this point. The point is, she's in a very dangerous situation. And she almost got killed, and she's laughing about it. Whereas these people are offended by costumes that people are wearing Halloween. They think that's the worst thing imaginable. Yeah. I mean, just look at how crazy the priorities of some of these people that never lived in that type of society like for real, or experienced something like that. It's it's remarkable to me. <laughs> yeah, like for real, get a fucking life. I mean, I was like, like the the point I wanted to make. I mean, some of these Kurdish soldiers are kind of hot. Like the female soldiers are kind of hot. Like the one that almost got killed in that video. I was like, oh, like you could see like all the comments from the guys on the bottom. Marry me, marry me. You'll get a, you. I'll get you a green card. <laughs> I was like, yo, for real, for real. Like get me, get me a badass chick like that. I mean, you know, it's funny. I mean, if feminism was promoting, you know, the idea of, you know, people being independent, like, you know, those girls are learning how to fight. You know, I don't even know what their politics are because it's kind of a nuanced hobby. There's different factions in that whole Kurdish thing. You know, it it was advocating for people to become, like, you know, self-determinist, like the people we're seeing. I think more people would respect feminists who are doing that than some of these feminists who are going around screaming at everybody, you know, with their cotton candy haircuts and, you know, being offended by everything and accusing men of raping them every five seconds and nobody's ever touched them. I mean, they, they act like, oh, everybody's out to rape them. It's like, nobody wants to rape you. I'm sorry. Nobody wants to rape no, you. No. You, you don't even have a sense of humor. You just, like... People want to run away from you <laughs> out of fear of the fact that you just you seem like you're a mental mess. Yeah, I mean that's it's, not it's, that's not attractive. No. Nobody's attracted by people who act this way. It's yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> well, no, but the thing is, they don't want to be viewed. They don't want to be viewed in a sexual way. And I'm like, well, then, yeah, I'm sorry, but that's how that's how we're wired as human beings to. F- find someone of the opposite sex sexually attractive in order to keep the species going, sweetie. It's not something we... Like, the most you can expect out of us is us to control ourselves to not fucking rape you. That's one thing you could expect out of us. But for us not to look at you and, and if you are sexually attractive, to not look at you sexually attractive, I, I'm sorry. That's just going against our fucking DNA. Well, put it this way. I mean, if there was a rule book on how to be looked upon as unattractive and like some looking at something you want to run away from, up you know, into the hills, yeah, to get away from, just do what these radical feminists are doing. Because if you want to be viewed as completely unattractive and end up with nobody in life and 
you know, be miserable and hate yourself to the point where you, you basically want to kill yourself. Oh, yeah, no. Then follow that path because that it, it's a death sentence. Like, honestly. I mean, you may, as well be, you may as well be like a bizarre land nun in some, like, monastery. <laughs> I mean, and the funny thing is, is that these fucking. They're progressive nuns. Yeah, I mean, these fucking bitches fucking. They flatter themselves because, I mean, case in point, uh, when, when I was helping took. Took Edelau get her boyfriend back and and to keep her from killing herself, which I fucking regret right now. <laughs> well, I don't want I don't want to see people kill themselves. I yeah. actually have friends that have killed themselves yeah. because I mean, they they actually were suicidal. Oh no, I got I, I, I got I have family that attempted suicide, which makes me hate when when like especially white girls. But like I'm gonna kill myself. Really? How the fuck is your life hard? Did you lose your Did you lose your home through, through divorce? Uh, is Is your spouse fucking move move some dude in a house that you pay for, sleeping in the bed that you paid for? Yeah, shut the fuck up. I mean, I, I had but a friend that, that basically hung, tried to hang himself, and then he slid his own wrist or neck. I believe. I mean, a pretty brutal way to die. And he he just didn't believe life was worth living anymore. He sold all his stuff. Oh, wow. I mean, you, yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, I know quite a few people who unfortunately ended their life. I know people have attempted it. So it's like when I hear people screaming about, oh, I'm going to kill myself, and almost like they're just crying for attention. It's like, well, you know there are people who really tried killing themselves and actually have succeeded yeah, well, let, well, that let me, let me weren't telling you that they were going to kill themselves. Yeah, they just let, did it. Anyways, let me let me finish. But with this, chick, with this <laughs> chick, you know I'm making friends with her. The one of the f- f- first things out her fucking mouth, Louis, try not to f- try not to fuck me. I was like, bitch, shut the fuck what? up, <laughs> shut the fuck up, stop fucking flattering yourself. Oh, like holy shit! Like really? First of all, if I even tried, I I couldn't I couldn't tell anyone. I wouldn't tell it. I I couldn't tell anyone because like. How many people would fucking lose respect for me if I messed with a girl like her? Like, no. That, like, I would have to be in the closet for fucking her. <laughs> like, like I said, Louis, it seems like the, you know, this is a secular theocratic religion that these people subscribe to, and the radical feminists are really just like bizarro world Superman style nuns. In, you know, in the bizarro land. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, bizarro. And bizarro because land. they behave the same way. It's like they, they, you know, it's almost like they want celibacy. That they, they're doing everything in their power to make themselves look absolutely unattractive to anybody. I mean, this is, I'm not just talking physically. I'm talking mentally, like emotionally. I mean, I, you know, it's funny. I looked at a, a collection of pictures of people before radical feminist social justice mm-hmm. advocacy and after. And you look at these some of these people and they look like they were like normal in the sense of like, you know, they, they were emotionally well put together. Yeah. And you know, they the way they presented themselves and you know, physically and just mentally. Then you look at what happened after they became those things and they just look like a wreck. Like like almost like they they're heroin addicts. Like the way a heroin addict looks like before they became a heroin addict and then after. But they just physically transform. It's just almost like, it's like they're not even human anymore. 
and I, I hate to like you know describe these people this way, but it's remarkable. I, I think that the social justice ideology is actually it's poison to you physically too, to the point where your mind physically changes your body to to it's in a metamorphosis type direction. I don't know. You can look at these pictures and you can tell me if you, you know if that's what you think, but. That's kind of what I've noticed, and it's actually pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen it. I mean, some of them are, were very attractive, and then they desexualize themselves. And and that, that's something that happens a lot. I mean, they, they try to mask them a lot. They, they masculinize themselves, so that way, that way they, they're not viewed as, I guess, subservient to anyone, probably. Well, it just seems like they're just taking power away from themselves, and they're just—they're becoming powerless to the point where they don't even have control of themselves. They're, they're like I said, they're emotionally gone. They need to, you know. They—I don't know. Just like I said, having a sense of humor is so crucial to be able to be emotionally stable. I mean, be able to poke fun at yourself. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's something that I've noticed that the people on the right, you know, people could say, you know, conservatives are uptight or whatever. I got to tell you, a lot of conservative-minded people I know, they can poke fun about themselves all day long. They don't care what it is, whether it be their race or whatever. You can poke fun about them, and they don't care because they like having fun. Yeah. They just notice the people on the left are so you know, nervous about what they can and can't say because political correctness is become like a, like almost like a gospel in a religious sense. That I mean, like, it's, it's also, well, if you say that, you're creating sacrilege. Yeah, you know, breaking, you're a heretic. It's, it's breaking balls. Guilty of heresy. You're breaking, you, you know, you play with your boys, you break each other's balls. It's it's a game. So, like, how, how bad can you insult somebody and still be friends? <laughs> it's like... It's like, if these people, like... It, it, you know, it's funny that, you know, with that study where 8% of the population is, like, progressive and they're a mono race of, like, just purely rich white people. You know, it's funny. They can't relate to, like, the non-white people who, you know, kind of come from, you know, even middle class or lower class economic yeah. Oh, yeah. positions. They also can't relate to, like, white working class people either. Like, all the people in, outside of their little bubble... Can deal with each other just fine. They can't deal with any of us because they've been sheltered from that outside world. They don't understand the humor that people have, and like, you know, yeah. union guys or like just blue collar workers in general. They just don't understand that humor that you know, regardless of your race or no. backgrounds that we all have. Yeah, they don't I, relate to me. I mean, they don't I, relate to you. I, I, yeah, I grew up around, you know, working working with a bunch of dudes that locker room talk, shop shop talk. I grew up with guys like that. And, and you know, that's that's what shaped my humor. You know, it's it's it's, it's basically, uh, you know, don't take yourself too seriously. You know, don't be don't be don't be the don't be the dick that can't take a joke. Because you know, if you you probably been around it. The one guy that can't take a joke in the shop, he's the one that brings the energy down, brings the morale down. Well yeah. Well it goes on a shooting rampage. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got postal. <laughs> he went postal. He went postal. yeah. Well he went deep. I mean, you know, you, you don't want to push people to the point where they go postal, but like you, you definitely want to help like humor is a powerful thing to help each other. Yeah. 
It helps make you stronger, you know, when you can poke fun at each other. It also helps, it, it, it also creates a bond between people. It also in my it, experience. It also helps spread information. Yeah. Because honestly, because again, um humor is based on truth. The more honest you are, the funnier your joke will be. If you like, that's how. That's how. That's why our memes work. The, this is why we keep saying the left can't. Well, people meme. relate to them. Yeah, they can't meme. And people relate to what you know. People put these memes out because as much as they humor it, there's a lot of truth to it too. Yeah. And people relate to that truth. They yeah. don't relate to the things that these regressives are presenting. It just sounds alien to so many people. And they're so far in this bubble, they don't realize the alienation that they're, in, you know, projecting on everybody. Yep. You know, it, the, I wish they would listen to what, you know, you and I are talking about. Maybe, like, take, you know, some kind of self-reflection and realize where they might be right on certain things and where they may be wrong on certain things. They, I think Antifa and their tactics are completely wrong because I don't see them as being effective. I see them as being ineffective and actually encouraging a... It, it's a gift to the light, well, as yeah, Noam Chomsky would have argued. Yeah, well, the thing is, with, with Antifa, they're not based in reality. They're, they're totally unrealistic. They're, they're, their whole philosophy is totally unrealistic. Not It, it goes against... It goes against nature... <laughs> It goes. It, it just. It goes against society, and it, it's like okay, fine. It's be. It, it's it's okay. Be counter, counter culture, but you can't. You cannot be counter um, nature. <laughs> well, let me say this, uh, Louis. I don't think they are counter culture anymore. I think they're they're actually establishment culture. Oh yeah. Because yeah. look at everything that they're against. They want. They want to bring in the illegal aliens. They. Uh, I mean. They they want to get rid of offensive language. Uh, they're like no sexism, no racism, no homophobia. If you look at what establishment Democrats and even Republicans are proposing for you know policy, and you look at the majority of the people, most people agree with those positions. Most of those positions are establishment status quo positions. If you're Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I mean, the establishment wants illegals coming here. Think about the multinational corporations that want to exploit them and essentially displace the working class population mm. from having, you know, jobs with benefits. I mean, what Hitler was doing, they're doing, they're doing the benefit of these multinational corporations that, you know, want to dominate the planet. Everything about their positions are status quo at this point. Everything about our positions, although classically liberal and maybe more traditional, that seems to be the true counterculture. I mean, liberty in the sense of individual liberty is revolutionary in a time where tyranny is very fashionable amongst these authoritarians. They want to instill tyranny upon the people, whether they realize it or not. So they are the status quo. I mean, think about it. They, these institutions, these higher learning educational institutions, you don't see Nazis... Uh, 
in charge of classes in college universities, you see these communists. Yeah, and the reason why you look at the media. And, yeah, and the reason why we're bringing up why and how the why the left can't meme and how they can't they they don't believe in humor is because uh, earlier this morning, well, this afternoon, I went to this store called Lids, which sells hats, like they sell caps and whatnot. And I wanted to get a custom hat made where, you know, with, with Make America Great Again with an American flag on one side and a Puerto Rican flag on the other. Um, right. You know, I wanted to get, you know, I wanted it personalized, something that I can't get, you know, from from the Trump store. Right. When I when when I uh, was telling the salesperson who happened to be a very skinny a uh, very um uh gay uh black person. Um, okay. he's like, So what do you want on it? And I'm like, Oh, I want make America great again because I'm brave. And the look on his face he's like <gasps> like he you could have thought I said the N word over and over and <laughs> over. That's how he looked at me. Like he was right. like he wanted to smack me, which wouldn't have end up right because he was about the size of my last shit. Um, wow! Like you know, I well then again, I do I do shit girthy shits, but you know, <laughs> but you know he. It's got to be tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, not really. You know, I I, I eat a lot of fiber. <laughs> I drink a lot of water. It go. It comes out smooth. So excellent, yeah. excellent. And I've been I've been taking I've been taking some probiotics. So you know, it's like yeah, yeah. I get get. My, I keep my shit game tight. Well, you better, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I you know, so you know, he goes, "Oh, I don't know if we'd be able to do that." Like immediately. So you know, I select my hat, and you know, I go over to the counter, ready to pay, and it's like, "Oh, we can't do that. It's copyrighted." And, no, how convenient. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so we're up to the, so we're up there, and and like you're like he was like priming the girl. It's like, oh, we can't do copyrighted stuff, right? And she's like, yeah, we can't do copyrighted <laughs> stuff. No, knowing, knowing we can't, no, not knowing what I wanted to do. And I'm like, well, it's just words. He's like, oh, um, and he's like, oh, what do you want to put on it? Make America Great Again. Her face fucking melted, you know. Another, she's a sister, a sister. She, her face fucking melted, like because me saying that, wanting that coming out of my face, because I can't, you know, you know, it's like, oh no, we can't do that. It's copyrighted. We gotta, we got a memo from from corporate, from because we got a cease and desist from him, that we can't do that. And that's your that's your president. I'm like, well, all right. So I gave him back the hat because I was like, all right, well, I'm not doing business here. Yeah. And I left. And that's when I called you. And I'm like, yeah, they're fucking ridiculous. And, you know, I did some quick research. And it turns out that, yeah, it is trademarked. But still, you could have gotten away with it. Well, they don't seem like they're very enthusiastic about even wanting to do it, even if it wasn't trademarked. Yeah. Quite frankly, <laughs> and you know what? I mean, what aspect of it is trademarked? I mean, could I, I don't do they can somebody own 
a phrase, like a quoted phrase. Well, I mean, yeah, that, because that's Nike, my question. Because Nike owns Just Do It. I I have to wonder about that. I mean, I guess there's an area we kind of could criticize Donald Trump to be like, no, let people make custom hats. <laughs> Actually, maybe you should like the president and be like, hey, I really wanted to get this hat, but uh, apparently it's trademarked and uh, can't do it. So, would you allow an exemption that would let me have a custom hat? Yeah, you should try to write them a letter to see if you even get a response. Yeah, I'll tweet them. I'll twat them. Yeah. You know, yeah, twaddle. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. That's gonna be my. Actually, that, that that's an idea for a new uh, uh, messaging service, um, like www dot uh, <laughs> where basically every day is Tiddy Tuesday. There you go. Yeah, it's just yeah, that, every, yeah, double Tuesday, huh? Yeah, and, and <laughs> double D's. double D Tuesday. Uh, like you, in order to send out a. A a uh, a text. You have to uh, you have to add a picture of uh, breasts, and then that's how it sends. Oh, there you go. Yeah, tittle. That'd be, that'd be fascinating. Tittle, and then well, the sister site twaddle. Anyway, so the place is claiming it's you know trademarked, and you yeah. did some research and found out that that is actually true. Yeah. So you, you know we will actually you know it's funny really you know. Even though there's certain details we may not like about certain things, we'll actually tell the truth about the story. We're not going to make up like a lie saying, oh, it's not really trademarked even though it is. You know, we'll tell you the truth. It, yeah, if it's trademarked, it's trademarked, and, you know, which is unfortunate. Yeah. And that just means we have to figure out a way around that so you can get your Make America Great Again hat with your, uh, you know, your Puerto Rican and American flag mix. Yeah. Like, get a Puerto Rican flag on one side and get, like, uh, on the right temple, the Puerto Rican flag on the left temple, uh, uh, an American flag. Like, I mean, it sounds like a cool hat design, you know? Like, that'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, and also, you know, so even though you put the Puerto Rican flag on it, you know, you can't fuck with me because if you touch my hat and try to rip it off my head, <laughs> you're a fucking racist. What, 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 what kind of uh, judo do you got? Uh, Puerto Rican judo. Yeah, explain that one to me a little bit. I'm not familiar with it, but I know that you told me about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a black belt in Puerto Rican judo. Um, You you don't know if I got a knife. You don't know if I got a gun. You don't know. (laughs) Well, that's just it. You know, that's a good calling card to let people Mm -hmm. know what kind of Trump guy you got, you know? Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's. I want to, I like, cause I mean, look, the Donald J. Trump doesn't doesn't have a hat like that. Doesn't have an option like that. I want I want to be able to customize my hat like that using using the Trump uh, using the phrase "Make America Great Again," and even I'll be, even have the number forty five on the back. Yeah, like really customize the shit. Well, if you think about it, I mean, Puerto Ricans are, have pride in the United States. I mean, it's a country that they're patriotic people. I mean, you know, why, why wouldn't you want to have pride in making America great again? I mean, it seems to me that, you know, you're part of the American family. You'd want pride in making your country great again. Everyone's like, oh, that's a racist term. I don't know. Bill Clinton used it. A lot of people have used it. I mean, 
you can make the argument that America really sucked under Obama, and now we're making it great again beyond Obama. I mean, you know, it was like, oh, you're talking about slavery. And it's like, no, it's the eye of the holder. They think we're talking about slavery. Well, I think we're talking about Obama. I think we're talking about when we actually had respect for the Bill of Rights, which granted us, you know, individual liberty and all that fun stuff and all that good stuff. You know, it's amazing that people are all like, oh, that's a racist term. It's not a racist term. It's whatever you perceive it to be. Maybe they perceive it as a racist term. Because, again, maybe they're the ones obsessed with race. Maybe that's what they... They're actually the ones calling for restoring segregation, essentially. Yeah. We're not calling for any of that. We don't want, we don't want to restore segregation. That's just, it's not happening. <laughs> Mr. Like if, and, and you know, you know, the president listens to this show like religiously. So, you know what, Mr. President, if you get a chance, I want to be able to custom, have a customized shirt. I mean, a, a hat. Hat. Yeah. A nice customized hat. You know, something that represents all of me. Something that represents something, something one of a kind. I don't want to just be another, another, um, a Trump NPC. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that they exist. I mean, they do exist, just like the uh, the anti-farms NPCs. You know? Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be a Trump NPC because I'm not. I don't fit in. No you want to be a unique individual. Yes. Trump supporter. Yes, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. People have the right to support whoever they want. Uh, you don't have to agree with them, but, you know, that's their position. You know, I, that's what I'm saying. We could poke fun at our own side or whatever, you know, what they call our side. And these other people don't really know how to do that yeah. themselves. And they're just, like, so nervous and afraid to speak. It's like, lighten up. I mean, chill out. Come hang out with us at the bar. We'll... We don't bite. <laughs> We're not vampires. Well, the fact the fact that we allow people to come on our side, like uh, like they come behind the fence and have a discussion, and they don't get fucked up on site, is like it should it should show this. Be, uh, There's and, no reason for them to get yeah. messed up. You know, they hang out. Come on, just like, go, let's have a barbecue. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. Tim Pool, and I know I like to quote Tim Pool lately because I, you know, I quote Tim Pool. I quote. Uh, Steven Crowder, but Tim Pool made this sense that the left is always recruiting. We will always ex- try to accept people into our ranks. Like the left, the left doesn't want to do that. The left is like, oh, you need to believe what we believe. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like I, I got news for you. When you get to the point of being so elitist, the only people in your circle is you at that point because yeah. nobody's ever going to be better than you. Nobody's ever going to be purest than you are. That's not a way to live. It's like people who become born again Christians after, you know, they went through like AA meetings or something where it's like, oh, I can't hang around people that drink. Well, most people try to freaking drink. Yeah. What are you going to isolate yourself? Because, oh, I can't be around that person who drinks. Oh, that guy smoked pot. I I don't even drink and I hang around people who drink all day. (laughs) Or people, you know, they, they go out drinking. Yeah, so anyways, uh, I want to end the show by, uh, I want to play this Netflix and last song uh, by My Beloved Tragedy. The song's called Will It Die? And afterwards, we'll, we'll close out the show. And But be sure, listen to the, uh, you know, thanks for listening to the Crouch Out Radio Show. But we'll be right back after this song. This song is called, again, uh, Will It Die by My Beloved Tragedy.
That was my beloved tragedy with their song, Will It Die? Check them out. Uh, I guess uh, we are MBT on Facebook, I believe that it it was. Um, Yeah, they're from Ohio. They're fantastic. Uh, I've been playing their songs for for years, but we're back. Welcome back to the Crotch Hot Radio Show, kicking the issues in the balls. We're back with uh, Gabe Brown. What's up, Gabe? Hey, what's going on, Louie? So basically, pretty uh, good conversation so far. I think. Yeah, man. Uh, so, but anyways, we're closing it out. You wanted to make one. Uh, you wanted to make a, a quick uh, a point. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the other issue is, you know, the reason why I'm suspicious about these uh, the bomb incidents recently, you know, mm. is because there's been so many um, hate crimes hoax in the media that have come out where it turns out the quote-unquote victim actually was the one who perpetrated the crime. You know, there's an incident with one of these universities where there were these um, black activists who were basically saying that, uh, oh, white supremacists tweeted out a message that they're going to come here and everyone's all scared. Everyone was uh, concerned what was going to happen. So it turns out that they're able to trace the, uh, the Twitter account as a fake account. It was actually, it was traced back to the people who made the claim that, they, you know, the, the university was going to be, you know, trailed by white supremacists. I mean, there are instances where Jews have drawn swastikas at synagogues and on, you know, dorm room doors. And I've even seen police officers perpetrating, you know, hate crimes against themselves to make it look like Black Lives Matter did. And there's instances where, you know, KKK type stuff written on uh, black churches have been perpetrated by, you know, black activists. I mean, it, it happens across the board. This whole hoaxing of hate crimes is just, it, it's become such a thing that it, it's, it, it's an epidemic. And you, you see everybody across the board really doing it. It doesn't even matter who they are or where they come from. It's just, it, it's a problem. And as far as I'm concerned, if these people on the regressive side, even, you know, other side are going to continue to do this. We have very good reason to be skeptical of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we should. We should absolutely wait until all the evidence comes out. You know, I know I've speculated that maybe the left might have had something to do with this, and, you know, the more aggressive side or the establishment side. But I don't know for a fact. But I'm going to wait and see what kind of evidence comes out. I'm, I'm sure they're going to eventually track down whoever mailed these bombs out, and we're going to probably learn a lot more about them. And that will either answer questions or raise more questions. And we should be, uh, you know, keep an open mind to all this. Yeah, we should never just take hate crimes on uh, face value without, you know, properly looking at the uh, evidence. Because it could turn out to be a hoax, and, you know. I mean, just look at uh, the woman that claimed that her, I think her hijab was ripped off by a Trump supporter, and then she had to admit it never happened. Yeah, and the same I, I think that was one of those incidences as well. Yeah. So that's just an example of what I'm talking about. I, I wanted to point that out earlier. I, I forgot to mention all that. Yeah, and then but then yeah, get, people should look at fake hate, you know, hoax hate crimes. Yeah, and you'll we'll see what I'm saying. It's just it's an epidemic. It's and, never, yeah, and it never gets mentioned again. As soon as it's exposed as a fake, it never gets mentioned again. It's never, it's never, uh, and it it never sparks a, a like a, a at least questioning any new. Um, any new allegations of hate crime it never it never it never it never gets people thinking oh well this could be also be fake how's about we wait till we get all the information before we we try to ruin someone's life yeah i mean people don't think that there are consequences to this i mean people's lives are ruined because there's such false accusations made against people you know people are labeled racist and their, their reputation is tarnished for life yeah. Even though they didn't do anything or whatever, and, and you know, people are just so quick to jump on a bandwagon like a mob. You know, it's been a popular term lately, but I mean, really, a mob, a lynch mob, going out to crucify somebody without even knowing if they're actually guilty. It's like we were turning to the Salem witch trials. 
And, you know, well, you're, the only way you can prove your innocence is uh, by dying, basically. Right. So <laughs> and I, if and you uh, somehow survive, then you're guilty. So anyways, but if uh, you die, you're innocent. So, so anyway, any 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 final any final words before we go? Well, uh, yeah, the last needs to learn to uh, get a sense of humor, so we will live a lot longer, and the you know the mental health will uh, improve, repair itself, and you know they need to learn how to be friendly with people, learn how to talk to other people. They just need to learn how. To I think that by doing up. that, yeah. we'll be able to engage in dialogue and maybe come up with real solutions instead of being used as pawns by the establishment to fight each other. We should be fighting against the elites, not each other. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's a neo-Nazi. Uh, apparently, that that's a slogan from the Nazis. You know, think of, we can come up with a way to like unite together. Mm. That's what Nazis do. Apparently, now apparently, it's apparently. ridiculous. Neo, neo, but, yeah, neo, the neo yeah. neo Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> the the multiracial white supremacist Nazis. The, ki- the kind of all inclusive <laughs> Nazi Nazi party where. Where our our president is is a is black a black Jew. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I guess in the world of David Chappelle, yeah. that, that that a skit like that is now becoming reality. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of so fun, funny how comedy certain comedy jokes uh, turn out to be, uh, uh, you know the, the fortune tellers. Yeah, they really were ahead of their time, some of these comics, and that's why I appreciate them, even if I didn't politically agree with a lot of them at times. Yeah. But I got I respect what they had to say because they make valid points, and yeah. we should keep an open mind. So, yeah, I'm, I'm calling for people to get together and have conversations and forget all this uh, petty nonsense that so many people are just, like, filled their heads with. It's like, the truth of the matter is, the establishment wants us all hating each other instead of, like, going after the establishment. Because it benefits the establishment for us to be at each other's throats. Exactly. Because now we're going to find solutions. Yeah. So, anyways, I'd like to thank Gabe Brown for coming on the show. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the show. Please like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends, family, your rabbi, your your Santaria practitioner, uh, this show and hopefully uh, let's get together so anyways this has been the Crouch Out Radio Show and as always from my house to your house mahalo and that's the end of my show donk Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalist and riot gear to beanie babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B. And just shop normally, knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash B. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. 
Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.